Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Edgerson. Monday, October 4th. I hope you had a good weekend. We're heading into October. I had a good two weeks. I had let go of one of my associates and I had to work my schedule and her schedule. So I did a lot of clinical hours this past two weeks, but it was awesome because I got to work with some different people. I got to work with some different assistants, different parts of the days. I got to check hygiene again. I can't say I love checking hygiene because I haven't done that in a while, but I got to work with the hygienist and some new hygienists I'd never worked with before. So it was a great training opportunity for me to see what was going on, to give people some pointers, to encourage some people, to show some appreciation for how hard everybody works at the practice. And it was just good to be like back in the thick of it. I can't say that I want to do that much clinical dentistry. It's not like, wow, I wish I could see more patients. I don't, but... That's what I did the past two weeks. And, you know, I'm recording this on a Thursday night. I know this is coming out on Monday, but I'm heading out to Champaign, University of Illinois, and I'm meeting a buddy of mine. And I'm actually going to golf in a foursome with me, my buddy, and two of the lead singers in my favorite band. Isn't that weird? I mean, this is like a band. The band is Emery, E M E R Y. And they've always been my favorite band since like my 20s, since college. And. I got to know these guys through talking to them at shows, and then they had came and played a show at my house because I won some package or I won some prize where they came and they played my garage. We had a sound guy, we had blocked off the block. It was really freaking cool. But I was going down to Champagne, and just by happenstance, the one guy married his wife in Champagne, and the other one wife got a job in Champaign, so they both live in Champaign, Illinois, which is like two hours away from me. And I just thought I'd text them and see if they want to go golfing, and they said yes. So. I'm doing that. Pretty wild, right? It's really cool. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to this weekend. But, you know, I just want to give an update on my front desk because my last solo episode was about my front desk. You know, things are a lot better. You know, there's a lot more organization. I think we got to vent some frustrations. And it's amazing that if there's frustrations and people are upset about things, just getting it out in the open. And that's your job as the leader to really get those things out in the open and talk about them, brainstorm solutions, reset, reset expectations. I got, you know, I got a really great episode coming up next week with Catherine Eidelbelt, and it's just about meetings and casting the vision. And I always said this was very important, but when, when I was listening to her speaking on the, on the podcast, and this is one you do not want to miss, you have to listen to this one, I realized how foundational is this vision stuff, this what are we doing here, why do we do it, and how to articulate that with the team. And I've always think I've been pretty good at that, but listening to her talk on the podcast, there's a lot of work and I have a little bit of growth to do in that department as well. And you'll hear that in the interview that I'm just like, I'm just like blown away, like my mind blown with what she's saying. So look forward to that episode next week. So what are we going to talk about this week? I'm going to talk about three things that have come up in the past few weeks that I've noticed, and I'm not saying anyone on my team does this, but this is something you need to stop doing this, okay? These, these three things. All right, number one, do not add treatment to a treatment plan while you're in a procedure. And what I mean is like, you know, you looked at the x-ray, you know, there's a DO on four, there might be an MO on three, but you know what, I don't think so. So let's just do the DO on four. And then we open up the DO on four and we go, wow, the mesial's there. You know, Mr. Jones, I'm right in here and the tooth adjacent to it has an, it's a cavity, do you want me to fill it for you? I already numb. It'll just take me an additional 10 minutes. Is that cool? Yes. And then you charge the patient for it. Don't do that. Okay. 
who the heck wants to go somewhere and then mid-procedure? The patient is in no, no, like, condition. They're laying on their back to, like, even, like, explore the possibility that you're making up. You know, there's always distrust. They're just not in a position to say no. Now, here's what I think you should do. I think you should say, Mr. Jones, there is a cavity behind this tooth. I'm right next to it. You're already numb. If it's okay with you, I'd like to take care of this for you at no charge. And they go, oh, really? And you go, yeah, buy one, get one. LOL, you know? So this is a nice way to do it. That is a way that promotes your brand, enhances your brand, makes people talk about you in the town, and makes us this patient love you. You get a raving fan out of it. Or you can add something to the treatment plan and charge them for it, okay? If you didn't diagnose it when you, before you went into it and you didn't have it on the treatment plan, don't charge the patient. It takes 10 minutes. It takes very little in materials. You're already there. Just do the patient a solid, and I promise you, you will get a return on that investment because you'll get it in growth, practice growth. Okay, number two of stop doing that SH. When we say, I don't know, it's really close to the nerve, we're going to excavate the decay, and we're going to see if it needs a root canal. Stop doing that. Don't ever, ever do that because, like I said, there's always distrust. You're going to go into this. What do you think your patient's going to go into it saying? Eh, yeah, I know they're going to do the root canal. I know they're going to do it. Okay, let's see. Let's see how it's going. Um, okay, it's getting real close. Mrs. Jones, uh, you need the root canal, so we're, we're going to do it now. Dude, I knew it. I knew they were going to do that. That's how they react to that. Of course you're going to do the most, more expensive procedure. You know what I mean? Just don't do that. It, nobody wants it, it. It's never going to feel good. And the other thing is, too, is don't, don't block off like three hours of your schedule to do a root canal when you might just do a filling. Pick one. Okay, just pick one and stick to it. If you end up, you know, if that decay is really close to the nerve, just slow down before you get to the nerve. Put some like medication on there, put some calcium hydroxide, put some Theracal. That's what we like to use in our practice. And then say, you know what, Mrs. Jones, it was really, really deep. I know you're going to have some cold sensitivity, but you got two options when it's cold sensitive. One, you can wait it out and see if the nerve heals. Two, you give me a call. We'll go ahead and get that nerve out and we'll do that root canal. Okay. I would just advise waiting it out if you can, if you can tolerate it. Then you're a hero. And then if it ends up going endo and they can't do it, they, they can't handle the pain, it's just really sensitive or the nerve goes bad, then you do the endo. Or what you can do is just say, you know what? This is freaking endo. We're doing an endo here. And then if you go into there doing the endo and you back off and do the filling, cool. But, you know, that's not going to happen all that often. So pick one. Does it percuss? Is the patient having spontaneous pain? I mean, come on, guys. We went to school. We can figure this out. We just pick one and let's stick to it because nobody wants to change the treatment plan, just like in the previous example, okay? Here's, here's my third stop doing that. I don't know why I don't, I don't want to swear today. I don't feel like swearing. I feel, is that unprofessional? Maybe I should stop doing that. Stop doing that SH. I mean, I'm pretty much saying the same thing, but I'm not swearing. Anyway, here's the other one. Referring out to endo or perio for an evaluation before you restore. Why don't I like this? I hate this because one, nobody wants to go to another office. Nobody wants to go to another appointment. You know, come on, just fix my freaking tooth. Let's go. I'm here. Stop sending me all over the place. But what I want to ask you is this. What magic tools and magic skills does your endodontist or your periodontist have that you don't? Like they're going to do the same pulp testing. They're going to do the same periodontal probing. They're going to take an x-ray. Like what are they going to do that you can't do? So if you need an evaluation from a specialist before you restore a tooth, what are you expecting to get? Just someone to say, okay, and they give it your blessing? Come on, guys. We are doctors. There was a certain point in my career where 
we have these doctors and, and people tell us we can or cannot do this. I, I had a psychiatrist tell me not to use Epi because it might cause a panic attack in my patient. Dude, you know what's going to cause a panic attack? A failed block from bullshit. Uh, see, I swore. It's a failed block from Epivacaine. And they're feeling the whole procedure. That's what's going to cause a panic attack. Not a little bit of epinephrine. You know what I did? I gave him epinephrine because I'm a doctor too. I can make my own decisions. So when you got that urge and you're just like, oh, I just want to refer you to endo, really ask yourself, what is the endodontist or the periodontist going to do that you can't do? Because you should just do it there. Be confident in your decision. Sometimes we don't know. And sometimes we can't find the source of pain. And sometimes we say, you know what? I don't see any red flags here. I'm not seeing infection on an x-ray. I'm not seeing any cracks or anything that's indicating any decay or a bad nerve or anything. I know you're feeling something. And I know, you know, tooth problems, as time goes on, they will become more obvious what is causing them. But at this point, you know, you might have a problem that's going to grow into something bigger. But at this point, I don't see a need to do any treatment. Now, I can send you out to a specialist to see if they can find something I don't. But what do you think, Mr. Jones? 99% of the time, they're going to say, no, I'll just deal with it. It's not that bad. And they give it time. And then eventually you'll be able to figure out what it is. But don't refer people all over. Refer Adonis. Quit doing that shit. You see, now I got all all fired up and now I'm swearing. All right. Those are my three little tidbits. I saw some of this. You know, I see some of this. I hear some of this. I know what happens. I know where it comes from. It comes from freaking dental school teaching us how to be dentists and... Not being real world, Dennis. You know, take care of your patients. Value their time. Don't send them all over the place. Don't add things to the treatment plan. Pick a root canal or you're going to do a deep filling. Pick one and stick to it. Just tell the patient what you do. Set the damn expectations and don't go back on them. Don't change it. Okay? You're going to have a much better patient experience if you do those things. All right. Hey, if you found this helpful, like these sort of episodes where I kind of just talk about verbiages I use, would you shoot me an email at dentalpracticeheroes at gmail.com? I just want to know if, like, do you guys like this stuff? You know, I try to come up with something original for the solo stuff. And sometimes I think, man, I don't have anything else to talk about. So I thought I'd just talk about some verbiages and things not to do. So I, I hope that was helpful. You guys have a great week. Come back next week. Listen next Monday. It's going to be an episode you don't want to miss. I know it. And I really think if you do what's in the episode coming up next week, you are going to see a a transformation in your practice. And I believe so strongly about that. All right. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you next time.